I am Joel Hansel. I'm Katie Karpinski. And this is CC Airwaves. So Katie, uh, in, in our past several episodes, a lot of our, our topics have dealt with bereavement, going through um, the death of a loved one. And scripture tells us a lot that can help us as we go through the, the journey of processing our grief and, and coming to, to some kind of a acceptance with the fact that our loved one's no longer here. Um, so it's, it's a good opportunity, again, to bring in Rhonda Abrams, our bereavement coordinator with the Catholic Cemeteries Association, to um, discuss how scripture sort of gives us a little bit of a roadmap on how to process our grief. Rhonda, welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, I think scripture is something that we haven't talked about yet on this podcast, at least. And just like different forms of prayer and meditation and different ways to work through your grief, scripture may speak um, a lot to some people, but it might not speak to you. So it just depends on what style you find or what mechanisms you find most helpful with your grief. But um, we are here today with um, a specific Bible verse that deals with newness. And we thought with the new year, um, of 2020 that we can maybe touch on that subject. So Rhonda, would you want to start by reading the verse? Yes. First, I wanted to just iterate, um, piggyback on what you said that the new year, mm-hmm. um, we just started a new year. And one of the things I wanted to impress on everyone was that the newness of the year helps us to think of our grief in ways, new ways. Mm-hmm. So that's how I came to this scripture. And the scripture reading is actually Revelations chapter 21, verses four and five. And it it helps us to understand how God helps us to see things in a new way. I'm going to read it just briefly. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down for the words, these words are trustworthy and true. So that passage of scripture always brings me great hope. And in the um, view of our grief journey, it also gives me an insight to what God has planned for our future. What you're going through now in your grief journey is very painful and it's very um, hard to deal with on a day-to-day basis. So when you look at what God is telling us that one day he's going to make an earth where there will be no more tears, no more death, no more dying, the old things will pass away. So the way we're looking at things now It's very painful because our loved ones have been hopefully taken to heaven um, where they're in their glory now and they're in a good space, but we are left here without them. So we are in a space where we we are mourning 
we don't feel like uh, we want to uh, face the new year, but I want to give you um, God's scripture tells us that we can live that way as we are on earth, not just once we get to heaven, but now. He will wipe away every tear that we have now. We need to bring our grief needs to God, honestly and truthfully, and just tell him what we're feeling. And that's one of the things that we do in our support group. It's an open forum where you can be honest with each other. And God wants us to bring our honesty to him. He wants to know that we are mourning, that we are sad, that we have a, a loss and we don't know what to do with it. So when we bring these needs to God, he will bring us certain scriptures, such as this one and some other ones. There's a John 14, uh, verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So one of our hopes is that God will come to us. He will show us the newness of this year. He will show us the newness in our grief. All we have to do is ask, be expectant, and wait to see certain things start to unfold. I think that's really beautiful. And like you said, I think another way to think about that verse is that God doesn't come down and say, well, I'm just going to fix you where you are. The word transformed is used a lot. So there's the idea that the person who we are now isn't the same person who we are going to be tomorrow or a year from now or when we are reunited with God. And in order to transform, we need to accept change. And whether that change is losing a loved one or maybe it's an emotional change in ourselves, I think just embracing that so that one day we can be reunited with him is key, that knowing that that transformative process might not always be easy, but it's necessary it for is. healing. Right. Yeah. Change is never hard, easy. Um, and just the transformation from one state of mind to another brings a whole set of new complications. Mm -hmm. So we're here to walk people through that change from your old state to your new state mm -hmm. of being. Mm -hmm. I think another element of this that I found interesting, because I never really taken the time to reflect on that whole passage, because I feel like in a lot of bereavement cards or materials, you have, you know, there will be no more mourning. He'll wipe every tear from your eye. But when you really look at the whole passage, it's really comforting knowing that nothing remains stagnant, that even if you're having a really bad day, there's the promise of the new day coming. Um, I'm a huge musical theater buff, and there's a line in um, a song in Les Mis that says, even the darkest day will end and the sun will rise. And it's that whole mentality, again, of transforming that things are always changing. So wherever you are in your life right now, whether it's good or bad, just know that there are peaks and lows. And um, what do you say? Valleys and mountains? Or, right. There's yeah. valleys and there's peaks. Peaks. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really interesting in that passage as well. Yeah. And one of the other things that that brought to my mind was that when you're in your grief, you're thinking that you're not going to feel that love anymore of your loved one that you had. It's kind of a valley, that place that you're in. It's the valley. Um, and it's also kind of like, um, what is it? Psalm 23, uh, the valley of the shadow of death. That's kind of where you're you're sitting right now in your grief. And God wants to tell you that he will make even that space new. So he wants good things to happen in our lives. So we have to trust and have faith that God will bring good things, even in the midst of our grieving, in the midst of the pain and the suffering that we have, God can bring bright lights of goodness and hope. So in order to receive those, you have to kind of anticipate it and expect it. God asks us to come to them. So we come to God, like his scripture says, and we bring him our 
our needs as honestly as we can. And we ask him to bring us new things, good things. And we wait in anticipation of those to happen. I think that reflecting on scripture passages such as these can be a very healing way. I think a lot of people, myself included, view the Bible as a poem that God wrote to us or a letter that God wrote to us, depending on um, what book you're reading. And so just really taking to heart these words and trying to relate them back to experiences you've had in your own life or experiences you've seen other people go through can be very healing and helpful, as you mentioned, Rhonda. Right. And I think even more than what you're feeling, um, God can reach beyond what you're feeling, the emotions and the the pain that you're feeling now, God can reach beyond those and help you to find a new space that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just be gentle with yourself. So I think as we enter this new year, what we've been saying this whole time, you know, embrace change, embrace newness. Um, know that newness can bring forth blessings and growth. And, you know, whatever God chooses to bestow upon you um, in the coming year. And some of the practical ways that we can embrace that new year, um, like I said, is to be kind to yourself. Do not beat yourself up because you're going through the grief. Just understand that it's a process. Try to look at where you're at now. Um, Look at yourself as the journey that you're on. Don't look at the destination of where you think you'll be a year from now. Look at yourself where you are today and think, today I will find one thing that God will have me do that will benefit his kingdom or uh, bring someone else some comfort. So just be kind with yourself. You can also do some things uh, physically with yourself. Um, Get out, do some walking, get a breath of fresh air, take a new yoga class or something like that. It's all about enriching your mind and your body. It helps the emotions when your body and your mind are in sync as well. So one of the best things you can do in the new year, there's a lot of programs to help you exercise more. Look for one of those programs and maybe go once a week to something that's unrelated to grief at all. Go out and get an exercise class. Get yourself moving, um, breathe, uh, yoga, something like that. And these are all things that you can do that would help help move you toward a new normal or a new phase in life. Yes, it will. So just incorporating your body, mind, and spirit will help move you along to where you need to be. And hopefully by doing all that, those peaks and valleys might maybe become few and farther between. Right. The peaks won't be as as hard to climb and the valleys won't be as deep. So you'll notice on your journey that, um, oh, I, I, I can handle this now. I think I can take one more step. I can do one more thing that's new this year uh, or even this week. Um, open a window, go outside, uh, call someone you know, maybe talk to someone else. One more thing to help you uh, get into your space that God wants you to be. Well, great. Well, Rhonda, thank you again so much for being here. And hopefully this is a motivating New Year's message for everyone listening today. Um, As always, if anyone has any specific topics they'd like us to cover, you can email those to podcast at clecem.org. More information about our bereavement programs and other CCA events and programs can be found at clecem.org. Thank you so much for listening today. Join us next time as we change the calendar to February and we'll discuss uh, Valentine's Day, Lent, and your grief. Until then, take care, everybody.